Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. It must have been in the 1960s when sex, 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 sex became so ubiquitous. I mean, everywhere you looked in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, and now in these past 20 years here in America, you can't look anywhere without finding sex. Now, the reason I have to bring this up is because since we moved to Florida, we're right here in the middle part, which is the inner stream where sex trafficking happens on a daily basis, literally. I know it does in your area, wherever you're listening as well, but it's just that here we meet people who have been trafficked. They have been the target of some pervert is usually how we like to think about it. Some old man that says, come here, I'm going to sell your body and make us some money. But sometimes it's not like that at all. Sometimes it's very prominent business people, men and women, as we have seen in the news lately, that sometimes it's the rich and the famous with private islands where you can go to have this, or sometimes it's just in your own backyard. I am on the board of a very wonderful group out of Leesburg, Florida, and it's called E3 Family Solutions because it's equipping youth, empowering parents, and encouraging the communities to be family-friendly. Now, not everybody has a good parent. Not everybody has two good parents. Very few have two good parents that have had their children in Sunday school, and they are just a wonderful couple that have never had any issues, don't fight in front of the kids. I can't imagine Ward and June Cleaver hitting each other or punching the kids out. I just can't imagine that. But all around us, anywhere you go these days, it is absolutely unbelievable what is happening in our society. One of the aspects of this group that I love more than anything is that we get to go into the schools. Now, those of you that know me know that I was 35 years in education, whether it was teaching in the high school or at Webster University or from place to place where I would actually teach teachers for a week-long eight-to-five seminar six days a week where they could get three hours of master's credit. And I did that at Baylor University in Texas. I did that at uh, Memphis, the University of Memphis, and several other places. But then it just seemed like, and I know I'm probably wrong, but it just seemed like back in the good old days, you could help guide students to good behavior. You didn't have to worry about the internet and all of the dark, deep web cameras coming into the bedroom of young girls. Do you know that the average age This is statistically across the United States, the average age at which kids start viewing pornography, 11 years old. By the time they're 12 or 13, it can have become a habit. They can have it so ingrained in their little brains 
that they absolutely are addicted. I know that when I was in school, I never had a class. Nobody ever taught us in my little hometown about pornography. Nobody even talked about it. I guess the boys did in the bathrooms, but even the girls didn't. I don't remember seeing any explicit sexual pictures probably for the first 17, 18 years, maybe when I was off at school, but not really. All I know is that what we need to do this day, every day, is totally different than what happened back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. And that's why I love this group that I am with, this E3 Family Solutions, because we have to, first of all, equip the youth, and that means building their awareness helping them to motivate, to get skills that can help them avoid risky activities. Right here in Lake County, one of the things that we show on the screen, three men that look like they've already been convicted and in jail and scraggly and old and wrinkly, and then they show three young, cute, hot boys athletic builds, great smiles, and these are the type of boy or the pictures of the boys that have been used to lure young girls in. And they get these girls to leave their houses to sneak out and come meet them, even just down the block to just talk for a few minutes just to meet each other. When it turns out to be one of the old men on the other side, and they may be whisked away and never seen again. And that sex trafficking could be begin as a young, innocent girl climbs out of her bedroom window to go meet someone who is interested in them. And on social media, they just know that they have fallen in love. My friends, please be very, very careful of your teenagers, your children, your grandchildren, your neighbors, anyone, because we want to not only equip the youth to know what's going on, even with the violence and the tobacco and the alcohol, of course, but social media, getting on the internet. You're in a deep, dark web type area where anybody can send and do anything they want to if you allow them. We also like to empower the parents to help understand the teenage brain, which isn't fully grown yet, which is so able to be addicted easily and develop healthy habits and to help them become independent. And the last part is we encourage the communities as well. We become family advocates for youth development and family-friendly policies in both Lake and Sumter counties. Last week, I was in a middle school in Sumter County, and my eyes were wide open when kids are now talking about and openly asking questions about things that I didn't even know about, and I wasn't an innocent teenager by any stretch. So anyway, Anyway, this is one of the things that we can do. What can you do right where you are? Talk to your children who may have children who may have children. You may be a great grandparent. You may be at this time an aunt or an uncle or a friend of a neighbor child. Maybe your next door neighbor asks you to watch their child occasionally. There are so many things that you can do to help open the eyes of these young people. And above all, teach them to pray. 
Ask them if they have ever been to church. Take them to church with you. Many churches are starting programs like this. I know ours is where the youth can come together as a group and hear and learn and understand things that they will need to know for the rest of their lives. And the best thing that you can do, my friend, yes, to be there, yes, to help, but most of all, to pray. So I'm going to just pray right now for everyone out there who has any type of influence whatsoever over a child, any place. God, right now, I pray for all of the moms, the dads, the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, the older siblings. I pray for teachers, Sunday school teachers, pastors, those that work in the community with youth, coaches. Father, I pray that you would empower them and help them to see These are young, precious little minds and bodies being molded, and they have the valuable opportunity at this stage of life where that child is, where they are, to have an impact on them. So, God, I pray that you would give them strength and power and the ability to speak and, most of all, the courage to pray for any of these young people involved in any of these terrible things going on in our society today. Thank you, God, that we can come to you and pray this. In Jesus' name, amen. My friend, you can't change the world, but you can help change it one child at a time. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.